Is social media making your art worse? I think that social media is definitely making my art worse and very possibly also making your art worse. (laughs) And if you know me, social media is kind of my thing in a lot of ways. I love it. But there are a number of super maddening things about it. And there's something in particular I want to talk about today, and that's the Explore feed. I think the Explore feed is worse than bad. It's pernicious. And like I said, I think it's actually making my art worse. I think it's making a lot of people's art worse. So today we're going to talk about the dangerous algorithms of the explore feeds inside social media and figure out how we can utilize social without destroying our creativity and our spirit. Welcome to the Josie Lewis Show, where it's artist-to-artist chat about making great art and selling your art, because I think artists should get paid. If you want to sell your art, I have a free guide for you. It's called The Quick Start to Selling Your Art Online, and it is absolutely what I would do if I was starting from scratch. It can be super helpful, especially if you've maybe thought about hopping on this amazing trend we're currently in of being able to sell your art online and not having to depend on a gallery or a bunch of other people to try to help you sell your art. You can absolutely do it yourself. And if that's interesting to you, you should know that I have built a whole business out of my basement and as a mom. And in fact, Uh, We were so successful that my husband was able to quit his job and come and work with me. So it's possible, you can do it, and it's just so amazing right now that you can have a successful creative business, even if you're just starting from scratch. So you can get this guide at josielewis.com slash quickstart. It's 100% free, and I will send it to you, and it will be amazing, and it will help you a lot. Okay, why is social media making your art bad? Here's something that happened to me, and I know this will sound familiar. Some time ago, we decided to replace our bathroom sink. So we bought a sink, and then we had to shop for some faucets. So I spent quite a bit of time looking at faucets in hardware stores, but I thought they were all kind of dumb. So I went online and, of course, went to Pinterest, which is a great place to go if you're shopping for something and want to find something that's cool and unique. So I started pinning a whole bunch of bathroom faucets on Pinterest. And then of course, Pinterest is like, oh, she's into bathroom fixtures. So they started showing me, of course, many, many, many bathroom faucets, but also bathroom lighting. And then there was tile and then there were toilets and then there were towels and everything bathroom related. And eventually I bought my bathroom faucet and then I no longer wanted to see bathroom faucets on Pinterest, but the Pinterest algorithm took quite a bit of time to stop showing me bathroom faucets, even though it was just a temporary interest for me. And now I do not care at all about bathroom faucets. I have my bathroom faucet. I'm not buying another one. No more bathroom faucets. No more, please. The algorithm on Pinterest finally figured it out and they started showing me other things, but it took kind of a while and it was pretty annoying. This happens all the time. It is happening to me right now on Instagram. I have two Instagram pages. One is Josie Lewis Art, where I post what I call art art attainment, which is my satisfying art process videos. And then the other is the Josie Josie Show, where I talk about art and art making and art selling and all that stuff. I hope you follow me on both channels. 
One of the things that I do with both of my channels is that I share stuff I like that I'm seeing in Instagram, like reels that I think is cool to my stories. In the Josie Lewis art channel, I have forever now, years, I've been posting funny reels about cats, <laughs> mostly, sometimes dogs, sometimes penguins, sometimes donkeys, maybe capybaras, occasionally humans, but not too many humans, mostly just funny animals. And Instagram, of course, learned that I really like funny animals. And so whatever, whenever I would go to my explore feed, or when I was just scrolling through whatever I was following, I would get suggestions for what I loved, which was cute cats and puppies. And then sometimes I would see funny things that ducks were doing, which I don't mind admitting to you, I very much enjoy. So I would post these funny reels to my stories. But then a couple of months ago, the Oscars were on. And while I was watching the Oscars, I started looking at celebrity stuff on my Instagram and peeping at like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis, she's pretty cool. And Colin Farrell and all these different people that were winning Oscars and human interest celebrity stuff. But what I didn't realize is that I was completely wrecking my Instagram al algorithm because now Insta Instagram is certain that all I want to see is celebrity stuff, which is decidedly not the case. I mean, it works out to be kind of like clickbait for me, you know, like what horrible thing happened to Tom Cruise? What is going on with Jennifer Lawrence? Who is looking really great in a swimsuit? Who is marrying who? And the thing is, I will click on that stuff, but I hate it. I really, really, really don't care. It draws me in because I want to know. But no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But Instagram keeps showing me this co content and they're no longer showing me my puppies and my kitties. And I'm like, I don't care about celebrities. Don't show me celebrities. I can do nothing with celebrities. I want kittens. So that's what's happening on the Josie Lewis art channel. I just get celebrities now. And then over on the Josie show, I like to post cool art videos that I'm seeing. So for a long time, Instagram was recommending to me on that channel naturally cool art and design stuff, but it is really narrow. I will repost a couple of videos to my stories about somebody making beautiful handmade watercolor sets. And now all I get is handmade watercolor videos. So then I try to shift it over and I'm looking at maybe melting crayon videos. And then suddenly in my, suddenly everything in my Explorer feed is melting crayons. And I like melting crayons, but I don't want to see it all the time. I want to see different stuff. And the algorithm is not designed to give you different stuff. So I think what's happening now is that people are in an echo chamber of art and they're just exposed to the same things over and over again. And it's making their own art less interesting and less unique and less individualized. This, by the way, is not new. People have been alarmed at this, exactly what I'm describing in social media for quite some time. Of course, especially thinking of political matters because people get into their echo chamber where everybody believes the same thing they believe. And then it just gets continually confirmed over and over and over again, and they are never challenged. But being challenged is a good thing. Being challenged and considering other perspectives and other points of view is a really good thing. 
And in fact, I would argue it's a necessary thing if we're going to have a functioning culture. And it's a really necessary thing if we are going to have a powerful, artistic, creative, unique voice. Years ago, I used to travel the world before I had a baby. (laughs) I uh, had the opportunity to go to about 60 different countries and it was spectacular. And of course, every time I would go to a major city, I would visit the art museums and galleries in that city. So I've had the privilege to go to major art museums in Bangkok and Seoul and Delhi and Paris and Berlin and London and Johannesburg and Rome and Nairobi and Buenos Aires and New York and Los Angeles. Then 10 years ago when I had my daughter, my life slowed down a little bit. Uh, not, Not quite so much traveling after that. And then the pandemic habit happened, and now I'm pretty much a hermit recluse in my house. And I got to tell you, I love my travel life, but I also love to just be in my house. So the pandemic gave me an excuse to just kind of do what I really wanted to do anyway, was stay home. So for a couple of years, I just like everybody, I stopped traveling and then I stopped going to museums and I stopped going to galleries and I stopped going to art openings and all sorts of cultural things that I used to go to a lot more often. And now what I'm finding after a few years of this, I feel like there are cobwebs in my brain. I am dissatisfied with the inputs I'm getting because when I go to Pinterest, they just show me what I've been looking at. And when I go to Instagram, they just show me what I've already been looking at. And when I go to YouTube, they just show me what I've already been looking at. And I don't want to see what I've already looked at. I want to see new stuff. Gertrude Stein said, persistence equals insistence. And I think what she's talking about there is that if we keep seeing the same stuff over and over and over again, we will start to believe that's the truth. That's the only perspective, the only way. That is what everybody is doing and what everybody's thinking. But the fact is, it's not. It's just the thing that's repeated to us in uh, back in that little echo chamber that I was talking about. And now those algorithms are so, 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 so precise that they will give us such a narrow selection of things that we possibly were interested in for about five minutes. And then suddenly we think that that narrow perspective that the algorithm is feeding us is the whole truth of the universe. You know, I was thinking about my friend who, whose grandpa was an ER doctor and he wouldn't let his kids and grandkids ride bikes because so many kids came in with major brain injuries to the ER because of bike accidents. And the same thing will happen, of course, with like a state patrol officer who all they do is attend to horrible road accidents and injuries and deaths on the road. So they're like, I'm not letting my daughter have a driver's license because she's going to die. (laughs) And the fact is driving, of course, can be dangerous, but most people won't die from driving. But for a state patrol officer, all they see is death and destruction on the road. But their perspective is not the whole truth. If we are continually exposed to only one stream of narrow visual content, because the only place we get input is social media, our creative brains will get stunted and it will certainly make our art worse. A powerful creative mind draws from hundreds and thousands of sources and we need to be exposed to 
all of it. Another thing that can happen is that there's these creative trends that blow through social media. Suddenly everybody's doing paint pouring or Zentangle or lettering or something, and then that's all you see. But if the narrow trend of the moment is your only inspiration, I can guarantee that your work will also be a trend of the moment and not unique, not individualized, and ultimately stunted. So I am thinking now about ways that I can challenge myself. And one of those things, of course, is what I mentioned earlier, is going out to see art in other locations than my house and my screens. I live in an incredible city, uh, Minneapolis, that has just spectacular art museums and galleries. And I am making it a point now to go, to go and just see what's happening and see the new exhibit and see the new... Uh, art opening and just find out what's going on. I need to see the stuff that I like, but I also need the stuff that I don't like or that I'm not that interested in because it will broaden my whole perspective. There are some other things that I think could be helpful uh, and something that is great for me is magazines, print material. I know that magazines are kind of dead and it's very possible that in another 10 or 15 years, nobody will make them anymore because it'll be too expensive. But I still love to look at art and design magazines just to be exposed to new ideas. And of course, you can buy them or you can swing by the bookstore, Barnes and Noble, and flip through them. They let you do that. They let you read the magazines without buying, and it's totally fine. The same thing is true with art books. Art books can you know, become incredibly expensive, but if you go to a bookstore or a library and get a stack of books and just spend an hour looking through them, that's, amazing. that's an amazing way to start to get new ideas and see some new concepts and different things from different artists that have happened over the course of history that maybe can inform your work in a new way. And then, of course, I'm very careful these days about how I browse the internet when I'm on Instagram or Pinterest. I know that if I search short blonde hairstyles, I am now going to see nothing but short blonde hairstyles because that's what my Pinterest algorithm thinks I want. And then they'll show me that forever. So I'm, I'm very careful. You can't be, you know, completely siloed on the internet. You can't fully control this, but I know that I don't want to ever see Tom Cruise again, ever, even though, yes, okay, fine. I'll admit it. I clicked on those two articles, but I don't want to see him again. <laughs> so I am really careful to not follow through on that celebrity clickbait, even though it's kind of my nemesis. I really try not to click on it because I don't want more. I try to click on the stuff and tell the algorithm that I want more variety of different kinds of art, but ultimately there's no escaping it. The algorithms are there to keep you on the platform by showing more of what you like. And the only way that they know the way they think they know what you like is by reflecting back to you what you've already clicked on, which I mean, you know, you're just going to be eating your own tail. And so there's, there's some problems there. Ultimately, I think social media is amazing. I've built my whole business on social media and I'm so grateful. I think there's so many things that it does that are in the process of legit changing the world. And for sure, social media changed my life. But I think it's really important for all of us to become really conscious of how we're getting influenced and what I'm looking at and what I'm telling the 
sophisticated machine that is the algorithm. What I want to see is not often the things that I get to see. So I'm going to conclude with one last thing. And this is something that I do, especially with Instagram, is that I have become very selective about who I follow because I was noticing that there were some accounts that would pop up on my feed and they're perfectly fine, but for whatever reason, they'd make me feel bad. So for me, maybe it was someone who is highly accomplished and doing some amazing things that I kind of want to do, but it, it makes me feel behind because I'm not doing them yet, or I don't have those opportunities. So then I would feel bad about myself or, you know, like the fitness accounts. I, I like fitness and I like learning new fitness, you know, tips and moves. But a lot of times as someone who's just in like sick shape and they're in spandex and they're doing crazy flexible things that ultimately make me feel bad about myself. It's not their fault. They're just doing their thing and it's awesome and they're amazing. And other people might find that very inspirational. But I found it that I needed to unfollow a lot of accounts because it just left me feeling kind of gross because of my own issues. I'll fully admit that. But I, I think my advice, don't follow accounts that make you feel bad. <laughs> it's pretty simple. And one more thing. I think that we as creators, artists, and makers, we should aspire to be the change maker in the culture of social media. We should be there doing cool new stuff that other people aren't doing. We should be the tip of the spear and we should be heavily, highly original. We should be the creators rather than the consumers. Yes, of course, I use social media for my own entertainment and I use it for research and I use it for inspiration and for community because I have a lot of friends that I've developed on social media that I'm just so grateful for. But I really try to not be there as a sponge that's just taking in whatever they're throwing at me and passively accepting it and not challenging it or questioning it. So you should be there with your critical thinking mind in full operation. You should notice what the algorithm serves you and actively make choices about what you're communicating to the algorithm by what you're actually clicking on. I'm doing this slow work now by clicking on every cat video that I see. Hopefully the algorithm will get the message. I have been kind of into penguins lately, so I'm, that's acceptable to me. It's acceptable. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you like what I've been doing with the podcast, it really helps if you subscribe and maybe leave a comment and a rating. Till next time, my friend.